Hello, everyone. Welcome to another fantastic, actually probably chaotic episode of Spunk Lake Sports uh, here, Yast. And uh, actually, Klon isn't here today. We don't got Klon. So we have a very special guest, very special, the 2018 St. Cloud Technical and Community College Athlete of the Year, Nick Rich. Student, student athlete, student athlete. Student athlete. Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> it said in the words St. Cloud Technical and Community College Athlete of the Year. I didn't see a student yeah. athlete. In there. <clears throat> I think it was student athlete. Whoa. But I knew you were going to bring that up. I was like, I was right before this. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Look, there's just no way I wasn't going to bring it up. And, and you knew that from the start. I've, been, I've actually been waiting to introduce you like this in some way, shape or form for a very long time. I've already I've probably done it a few times, but this is now we have a platform to do it on. And you're just yeah. massive, bas- gigantic basketball mind. Nick Raker, <laughs> <laughs> guru, genius. I mean, the guy's been through it all. That's you. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Yeah, yeah. Juco uh, sent us through the ringer, man. It was a real deal. So I don't know. If, I don't know if it makes me the guru, but uh, hope to bring something to the table. Hey, I can tell you right now, you played just so much more basketball than I have. So at least I can like. At least I have someone to back me up on this, especially the Rudy thing, more than anyone. I, as a guy, as a as a man who has seen the game, who knows a, the game. Uh, as Minnesotans, I don't think we can like be against this trade. You know what I mean? Like we can convince ourselves of anything. So I think, I think it was good for us. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would definitely have to say. Um, I was actually going to ask you something. Um, oh, um, who's who's your NBA? Before we get into the Rudy stuff, who's your NBA comparison for yourself? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, we <laughs> talked about this the other day. Uh, Someone said Tony Parker, and I like that one a lot. I like that. I actually really like that one because I mean, you're you you've always been a guy who could score at will, never chose to. I've heard like Steph, you know, and Michael Jordan, right? LeBron, but I those are a little too. You know, it's (laughs) they're like six eight two fifty. Like it's you know, it's not the height. I'm I'm looking (laughs) up the game very comparable size, not so much. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, but let's let's get into it. Um, I'm telling you right now, is this the? I mean, maybe the biggest trade in Wolves history. I, I would have to say. I mean, the Wolves gave yeah. up four or five first rounders. If you want to include Walker Kessler, go ahead. On it, I. <laughs> the funny thing is, it was me and Klon last week gassing up Walker Kessler <clears throat> as if he's oh, yeah. the guy for the future. We can get, we can convince ourselves of anything. I mean, we can. Walker Kessler was a god before we traded him. And now it's like, oh, he's just a late round first round pick, you know? But he set he set the NCAA record for most blocks in a season. So Yeah, he's a beast. I think I still think he's gonna be good. Yeah, but either either way, uh, we shipped off Jared Vanderbilt, also Malik Beasley, who set the three point record for the Wolves last year. Uh kind kind of a surprise, not really, just for just because he's got like a, a, a salary that is very tradable, yeah. I, I would say very tradable. And then <laughs> our one year wonder, the the man that kind of kind of built it, built it here. Yeah. Pat Bev. Like that's yeah, a that loss. Yeah, that one hurts to let go. He, he's a beast. He's definitely, you know, good for the team, especially Ant. Like give him give him a person to kind of ride with and teach yeah. him how to be how to be a dog out there on the court. But yeah. uh, now that one stings the most. I'm even okay with the picks. Like, I don't know. You, you give up 
if they're late first round picks, it is what it is. Like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to say, well, even like the thing that makes me most mad is like people, Twitter, it's just Twitter, man. I don't know what it is about Twitter, but Twitter just gets on my nerves every day with these Wolves takes, and they're usually not from Wolves fans. But they're just like, even when we were picking Walker Kessler, they're like, why would we take a backup at 22? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, those, that's what's available at 22. Like, pretty much lifetime backups, if you're lucky, you know? Yeah. And that's what we need. We needed a big center. So, like, we, like what else do you want us to do? Yeah. And, and on top of that, we upgraded. We, we just <clears throat> upgraded from, like, this rookie center to, honestly, like, probably the best defensive center of our generation, not – yeah, probably. But we were, I mean, all of us like Minnesota, we were still like downplaying Rudy for the, like the last six years too. Because they'd always <laughs> as, compare as to Wolves fans, we definitely have just been like, been, we've been like, this guy doesn't have a jumper. He's really not that good. Well, yeah. I mean, well, here, I, I kind of see it as like a little bit of a Wiggins thing, right? The guy wasn't working out as a second option offensively. You ship him over to a new team. Now, off, offensively, he's probably the, third or fourth option all he has to do is just block shots and play defense and catch a few lobs here and there that's literally all we could ask of him just a solid center and we got like an unbelievable center actually yeah and i like i was just listening to uh zach Lowe before this and he was like blown away by it like he was going nuts but he's like oh they gave up five first round picks it was like four picks and a swap and then i think they're counting walker kessler as another first round pick essentially yeah. And he's like, that's, that's way too much. And then he comes back and he goes, I would have been okay with it if it was three first round picks and two swaps. Like, it's just this massive difference. Like it's yeah. not, it's it, no, it's not at all. And like the people who are just flabbergasted by how many picks we gave up. I just have to say, look, we're not getting a free agent here. We have to be like, we have to be yeah. on like a six, seven year run of consistency before free agents even give us a thought. So let's go get let's let's pay pay egregiously for maybe the bestest the top five defensive center maybe all time. I mean people were people are calling him a Hall of Famer already. I'll pump Tim, the brakes. Tim's I'll, calling him a Hall of Famer. I'll pump I'll pump the brakes on that slightly, but just the way he affects games. I mean, every time we we had to play Rudy Gobert, it was just like. We, we didn't, sh- we, we didn't drive to the lane at all. We just shot yeah. three pointers. We, we tried to bail ourselves out through three pointers and we blew a 21 point lead. Lad. Do you remember that last year when we blew a 20 point lead to the jazz? Mm, I, I don't remember it. No, Off the top yeah. of my head, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, we just, we kind of just blow leads. That's what we do. Not so yeah. much last oh, yeah. year, but we're just kind of used to it. So whenever oh, it happens, it's just too. kind of whatever, you know, it's just Wolves basketball. But yeah, we blew a 20 point, 21 point lead, I believe it was to the Jazz last year. And all, all I could remember was just not being able to get to the lane. Ants driving, yeah. but he's got to he's got dribble out because you got the stifle tower, a giant, massive Rudy Gobert right there. And I that's <clears throat> gonna affect a lot of teams, not yeah. No, I think I think Rudy's gonna definitely help the defense out. And even like even if he just makes our defense better, like that, that's good enough because like we had like no inside presence last year. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nas blocked a couple shots out there. Yeah, Nas he was nice. He was, he was pretty nice. nice. But then there was times where he would just be so overpowered against guys like Rudy, yeah. Jonas Valanciunas that you couldn't play Nas. Yo, yeah. 
like these massive centers that we have to go up against. It's nice going to be, it's going to be nice being able to take cat off of them and not have to play defense against big guys like that. <clears throat> and yeah, we have like Hakeem Olajuwon of the current age. So let's go. Not offensively, not offensively. I was going to say offensive, uh, offensively. No, his footwork's not there. Hey, I just, I'm just like imagining teams trying to double and triple team cat. Now you're double teaming cat. You're literally taking a guy off of Edwards McDaniels. D'Lo or Gobert, pick your poison. Yeah, good Cat luck. passes out okay. of that. He passes back to the top of the key. Gobert's guy left him. D'Lo drops it right under the hoop for Gobert. Easy dunk. Like, a lot of people are just, they're just saying Cat can't play. They're, he's just a true center. He's just a five. Like, there's just no, he's too slow. There's no way this works out. But he plays like a four. And all of last yeah. year, fours were guarding him. Well, didn't K- like didn't KG play four in uh, in Boston for a little bit? Play play the four. Next, ne- yeah, well, like KG he was a, wasn't the four he... in Minnesota too. Yeah, but like he played he played next to Bigs and he was like seven feet tall. So like, why is it different with Cat? Like, I don't get that part of it. <laughs> and and just to build on top of that, Cat Cat's game offensive game extends even further than KG's. It right. extends out to the three point line. Like this guy, yeah. could, like if he got drafted and was placed as a stretch four just right away we we wouldn't be having this conversation we'd be talking about this being the greatest fit of all time type of deal yeah you got the not, greatest not. defensive center and and probably one of the greatest offensive <clears throat> bigs of all time like yeah hey, finch will make it work i mean finchie's finchie's gonna write something up finch finchie's probably just sweating in his office right now just like not because he's nervous but because he's just got so many lineup combinations he can work with He's probably thinking about every defense that's going to get thrown at him this year. Like I can see he's going to get this shit down to a science. And I, I honestly can't wait (laughs) because like, yeah, let's, let's think about it. All right. Cat's not the greatest defender. He's guarding someone on the perimeter. That guy blows by cat drives the lane. Okay. Rudy Gobert steps up with a seven, nine wingspan. That guy stops immediately, drops it off to Gobert's guy. And either Go Bear completely gets back to him in time, or Jaden McDaniels, almost seven feet himself, comes yeah. right from behind and just blocks the shot. Like there is, like even though we're not the greatest defensive team, or some of our players are, we about to be though? Defensive players, we got length beyond belief. Are we about to be the greatest defensive team in the league? Oh, stop! Oh, good lord! <laughs> we Look. potentially okay. Look, it, you don't Rudy need to be Gobert. the best, just top 10. I mean, top 15, like be, be one of the better teams in the league at defense. Like our Rudy. offense is going to be there. Okay. Adding, adding Rudy Gobert instantly makes you a top 10 defense. If not top five last two years, Utah was num- was in the top three of offense and defense besides Royce O'Neal, like <clears throat> who's really defending on the jazz and offensively besides Jordan Clarkson and Donovan Mitchell. Who's carrying the load offensively? How do they get to the number one offense with just two main scores? I'm thinking Rudy, man. Like he's huge. Yeah. He's I mean, just... Conley's a Conley's a heck of a point guard. Hey, either way, <laughs> Opp- opportunistic on defense, opportunistic on offense. Okay, he's a little older, but he was a dog back in the Grizzlies. Yeah, bring him back. Bring him back. Bring Conley back. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind snatching Conley in that trade. You know, if there had to be another throw-in, I mean, I feel like D'Lo and Connolly, the they're 
their games are somewhat similar. I think Adilo attacks a little more, but they got that same slow motion like offense. They take their time. They let both things lefty develop. point guards from Ohio State. Both both point guards from Ohio State. Both lefties. Like it yeah. just adds up there. We're gonna Tons see of similarities. <laughs> no, but I'm t- I'm telling you right now. Uh, I I really am looking for something that'll drag us down. Besides, like just getting cooked on the perimeter. But then I just think about Rudy just standing there in the paint for it, just waiting for it. You know, and that's what happened. That's what happened to us last year against the Jazz. I mean, the guys are going to have to mesh still. Huh? I mean, the guys are going to have to mesh still. You know what I mean? Like, they haven't played together. We just got a big new center that's going to, like, change our offense. Probably, I mean, okay, Finch said it wouldn't change our offense, but, like. It's good. How can it not? Well, you know. Even even the Twitter heads are like, how are you going to run two guys in the post? Buddy, Cat is not going to be playing in the post. He's not at all. That's the most false thing you could ever say. He's going to be, he's, he's going to be just moving around off ball. He's going to be hitting the corners on each side. He's going to get his, he's really going to get his. And it was actually really cool in the presser too, with Gobert when he was just gassing up, like how much, like he wants to learn and teach cat. Like they're yeah. opposites attract. Hey man, opposites attract great offensive guy. Great defensive guy. Imagine if they actually learn stuff from each other and then they just become, they, they're both just this like, I'm trying to toe bear, toe bear. That's a tough one. That's a tough, tough one. R- Rural Anthony toe bear. That's a, that's a tough one. Is that bad? There. Is that, that's bad. That was tough. I, I was hoping I, but I was hoping it would flow off the tongue there, but. What if, what if they, like, what if they both average 20 plus? Holy crap. Well, Rudy averaged 15 on like eight shots a game. <laughs> yeah. Any, any, I think, yeah, it's not gonna I be tough. I saw he shot, is he I a think, bad free throw shooter? Yeah, he's like he mid 60s. Yeah, you hate to see that. That's but not terrible. His field goal percentage was 71%. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, that's unbelievable. he's massive, but yeah, I do want, I do want to ask this though. <clears throat> it's been a lot of talk about him getting played off the floor in the playoffs. Do you think that happens this time around? Uh, I don't know. It's probably like depending on matchups. Like, if we were playing Denver, like, he's probably going to be on the floor against Jokic. I mean, how can oh, you sure. yeah. not have, have him out there? But if, like, we're playing the Warriors or something like that, I could see him not being on the floor there just because we need a small lineup on the floor. I think it just completely depends on the matchup, though. Do you, do you think he could get played off the floor? I mean, this uh, once again, it's got to be the matchup. Like, if Jokic is out there, he's out there. But if – it's Kevon Looney and Draymond Green at the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably not going to be on the floor. That's like that would be my guess. That, that'd be a, that'd be a tough. Well, would it be that tough of? Because like, what's what's Draymond going to do? Drive on Cat? That's shoot fair. Over Kat? Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. The, the the guy was like willingly passing out of every open opportunity. Yeah, he doesn't shoot yeah. anymore. So he doesn't. He just he just gave up on it. I just love that he still. It still looks like he shoots like he's shooting with a backpack on his back. Yeah, I'm not gonna but, talk shit about Draymond. He's, he's he he talks he talks shit about the Wolves all the time. He's just like y'all aren't that's the all right. T- like telling the Grizzlies this ain't the Timberwolves. Dude, that's because just, he's winning. It's easy. Uh, yeah, it's it's to his head right now. Either way, I he's think, a beast. Like he runs he runs the team a lot of time. Like not scoring wise, but like 
He's kind of like the energy. He's kind of like the the six seven Pat Bev for that team. That's fair. I would say that like a lot of the issues Gobert ran into in the playoffs was against or not against, but was just his perimeter def- defenders getting cooked. I mean, half the time when there's either a screen or the guy just blows by Donovan Mitchell, who's the first guy to step up? Rudy. If the perimeter defender can't recover, Rudy's just like Cat. He's stuck in that middle ground of, do I say yeah. back for the lob or do I play the drive here? That's what I see. That That's what I saw happen. Definitely way more than usual uh, for just honestly any NBA <clears throat> team. And I think it's going to help. I think once he learns to get to know the guys, like Jade McDaniels especially, and forms that trust, it's going to be scary. I don't think he's going to – I don't think the perimeter is going to have the same problems that he did in Utah with the perimeter. Yeah, and I, I didn't that makes watch sense. The, if that Does that make sense? Yeah, like the guy gets beat by the screen and then he's got to get – he's got caught in the middle. Was, yeah. was he just throwing lobs to his guy then? Was that what played him off the floor? Yeah, throwing lobs to – Luca throwing it to Dwight Powell? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. I mean, Luke is also insane in the pick and roll with the ball in his hands like – if he got played off the floor, and, Jaylen, uh, and, and it would be Jalen Brunson too. Luca and Jalen Brunson would just cook, yeah. cook my. Who's who did they bring in like to, like to replace Rudy Gobert in that situation? Walker Kessler. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like last year when they took him out of the game. Like, was it their backup center? Was it? Uh, yeah, like a four. I, I like it must have been a different, like position. But right. no, I don't. I don't think it, it plays him off the floor, but I want to talk about the trade is how this affects Anthony Edwards' legacy. Ooh, I like – thank you for bringing that up. If we win the championship – Oh, he's going championship, which, huh? Which I think is definitely on the table. I mean uh, – Anthony Edwards is immediately, you know, on, on the path to be one of the greatest. If he can – oh, man. Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside and, and – like Eric Pascal, Juancho. Yeah, so then that's weird. If they brought Hassan Whiteside on the floor when they took Gobert out, like that's are they not like similar players? Like did Gobert or, uh, too? Did, did Whiteside they, not get killed in the pick and roll too? Unless they played Juancho at the five, but I mean that is just a disaster waiting to happen. So yeah, no, but no, Juancho got cut. Uh, back to your point about man, this. I think the only thing I'm concerned about with this trade is it potentially holding back some of Ant's progression. Thoughts? Nah. Would it? Would it a little bit? I don't know. I mean, I think I still think he's gonna be like the main guy. I think they're I'm, even looking at him like, hey, I, this is Ant's team. Like I think uh, cat's I, good. I'm looking at it. I guess I'm seeing it from like a D'Lo Gobert perspective. Like it's going, it's going to be a lot of those two screen and roll, screen and rolls. But I'm hoping right. that Anthony Edwards has a bigger workload, being the playmaker, being the guy that takes it up the court, being sort of the second point guard. Yeah, That's and they I'm might stagger that lineup more. You know what I mean? Like they might play the five to start and then take out D'Lo right away. And leave the other two, and then like Ant kind of run the show, and then when Ant goes off, and whoever he goes off with, D'Lo comes in and runs the show from there. I, like <clears throat> I mean, Connolly came from Denver, and Denver played like ten to eleven guys 
and just killed in the regular season. So like come playoff times, we'll have to have a five where we can go to where hopefully Gobert, D'Lo, Ant, all those guys are on the floor, you know, Cat and Jaden. But I mean, we've got the whole season to figure out who our five is going to be. That's going to be out there when the game is like on the line. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm it's just- slow-mo. Dude, Maybe his Bryn Forbes. Yeah, man. sick, sick grab too. We actually haven't talked about that grab uh, on the last. I don't think we talked about that on the last show. Uh, but yeah, Kyle Anderson as your as your backup four, that gives yeah. you a lot more stability to run a small ball lineup too. That that gives you that small ball lineup option to still maybe run Rudy at the five, Cat at the five, and then you have Kyle Anderson at the four, just right. doing all the dirty work. Yeah, <clears throat> I think Kyle's nice. I mean. I think, what were they saying? Like they picked up guys that like fill in the cracks this year or like in free agency and in, uh, in the draft, like guys that have played on winning teams, winning organizations that weren't the star players. So they know what role they're going to play. It was like Kyle Anderson, Bryn Forbes. And then was it Wendell Moore Jr. From Duke yeah. that we yeah, picked Wendell up? Wendell Moore Jr. You love the Bryn yeah. Forbes grab. Big fan. I like that one a lot. He, he's like, a, he's a 40% plus three point shooter. Like, how can you not? You can't complain. Hey, any any guys that played for Greg Popovich at any time in their career, I will certainly, certainly take them on our team. Yeah, bring him in. Why not? Why not? No, slow-mo's a beast. And he kind of killed us in that playoffs. Like, I just couldn't get yeah. over the fact. It, it wasn't that he do, did anything sp- spectacular. It was just the fact that he never messed up one time. He never screwed up. He never made a mistake. He never made an errant yeah. pass. He never made a crappy, crappy shot selection or anything like that. Like, that's what pissed me off the most because I was like, all right, well, we, we need the Grizzlies to turn it over, but freaking Kyle Anderson's on the floor, so I don't know what we're going to do. And it's a fast break, like, and everyone catches up to him, and he still does the slowest Euro step, but still oh, finishes. Amazing. It's, it's just it's like graceful. It it's graceful. Yeah. But nice to have him <laughs> on the team now easily easily but just i mean just overall for the gobert trade like where does that where's where that going to put us in the western conference one so I mean, so when do we hang the banner then do we hang it before uh, the season do we just hang it right now do we put i'm it very confident but i we also thought that you know ricky alexi sped kevin love peck <laughs> chase but we thought they were a six seed Okay, so hey, that that was a solid that was a solid team. Never forget, never forget. I think we had like a I think we are forty and forty two one year. I think that's the the furthest we got with Ricky and Kevin. Yeah, I think it was get injured. It's exactly. I think it was the season after, or it was like the during that off season after that season, uh, where Kevin, where we were just hyped, we were ready to rock. Like this is our like we are finally making the damn playoffs this year, and then. Kevin Love broke his hand, (laughs) freaking knuckle push, knuckle pushups. Oh my god! Completely killed the vibe. Yeah, just it was like it was like Teddy all over again, except Kevin Love didn't almost lose his hand, but (laughs) it was just as dead. It was just like wow, I can't believe this is happening. Not even during the season, but just before the season, over some knuckle pushups. Yeah, no, no, we were definitely talking ourselves into like a six seed. You know, we were like, we are, this is the year we make the jump. Just like you're talking yourself into a one seed. Okay, that's far. I think we are, <laughs> I think top four is a lock. I, I want top three. I want top three. I, I, at least just give me some home court. Just give me the home court and I think we can yeah. hold the fort down. I was actually, I was watching the reactions too. 
when that trade went down. And they were talking, what's the peak of this Timberwolves team? And and uh, I think it was Legler. So it was either Richard Jefferson. I think it was Richard Jefferson that said second round exit. And Tim Legler got so upset. He was just like, Good. that puts them in the top four teams in the West. Are they the, in the top four teams in the West? Buddy, we were almost in the top four teams of in the West this year. We took the Grizz to six games. Did everyone forget about? We were like two. Blown, yeah. We were just two blown <laughs> leads away from from being a top four team in the West. What are you talking about? Like, I can't yeah, listen you, to you the national me media, man. I like they go stick to your Lakers and Nets drama. Like, let the Wolves fans do their Wolves Seriously. thing. Just like I yeah. let Wizards fans and we all let Wizards, Hornets, and all these other, like, pretty. We're not beefing with the Magic, you know? Come on. I'm not just going to crap on Wendell Carter Jr. just because I don't watch him and just because he isn't crazy <laughs> yeah. good right now. Like, good for. Yeah. Come on. I, I'm just, oh, God. Drives yeah. me nuts, dude. I just can't stand it. But I'll tell you right now, there is a, there, there, there's a Vikings draft pick, Nick, that. He just loves Minnesota. I've never seen anything like it. I've seen I've seen Pat Bev get traded to Minnesota and gas up Minnesota fans pr- pretty solidly. But mm. this 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 guy, a Caleb Evans, I'm all in on him already. He hasn't even taken a snap yet, but I'm ready to rock. Yeah, no, huge fan. Um, you just <laughs> told me about him like 24 hours ago. So I uh, haven't really had a long time to look. Um, but yeah, if he's gassing up Minnesota, uh, all in, he, he has a starting even, spot. Like his last, what? One, two, three, four, five of his last seven tweets. Five of them about been about like how awesome Minnesota is. And he even what? And my favorite one was just today to five hours ago. <laughs> this guy's been in Minnesota for like two months and he quote tweets the Minnesota Timberwolves like um, saying we've officially traded for Rudy Gobert. He quote tweets it and goes, you're going to love Minnesota, big dog. Fans are great around here. Like he's been here for like the last 10 years. Yeah. He's like a 10 year vet. Yeah, like, I like love this city. He's, he's seen everything already in Minnesota. He just freaking loves it. So here's here's my official request for a Caleb Evans. Please come on the podcast. Don't have to talk any football unless you want to. I just need to know how well, if you if you would do this for any team you got drafted to, or there's just something about Minnesota that just is just better than everyone. Because I prefer the second option, obviously. Yeah, either either way, it's cool. I mean, you know, one, it's either funny that you do it for any organization, or you really love Minnesota, and that's uh, <laughs> you just, just pulled up, pulled up to the, the was it the TCO Center? That's where they practice or whatever. Is like this is a vibe. Like I love this city now. Took the whole like half hour drive from the airport to the training center. I just love it from him. <laughs> even an hour ago. He quote tweeted. Who's the best wide receiver NFL tweeted best wide receiver duo in the NFL. He goes, I'm taking Adam and Justin Jefferson all day. And obviously twice on Sundays. (laughs) 
He just loves it. He, he's he's just gassing up the whole crew. I just can't believe, like, how, that, that's 101 right there. How to get Minnesota fans on your side. And see, this is, this is great strategy. Because even yeah. if he doesn't, like, play up or just isn't that great, we're still going to love him because he just loves yeah. Minnesota. He, he played his cards perfectly right. He knew his audience, and he just – he's got me on a string right now. Like, I cannot – uh, I might just turn his tweet notifications on just so I can smile every time he talks about Minnesota. I was going to say, he should start, like, a business, like, consulting players that are going to get drafted from college on how to, like – enter the city on social media. Like start should, hyping yeah, it up, be, become yeah, a fan give him, favorite. Give him a college professor job. Him and Ryan Saunders could rock it at the U. Just, hey, if, if you're going into the NFL, like, you know, hit me up and we'll uh, we'll discuss, you know, how you address the new city you're going to, new state. And, he, and he'll just light it up. That might be post-career things. That might, might be a post-career business venture for I, I just want to ask him just right away. Just <clears> want one time. Minnesota, do you just how much do you love Minnesota? I just, I just, know I just how much on I just scale. scrolled to one June 10th. He was shooting clay pigeons. I love Who? it. A Caleb? A Caleb Evans, yeah. Does he have that dog in him? Yeah, yeah, he's got that. I don't dog know if he, him. I don't know if he hit it. <laughs> I think he missed, but either way, he's I heard there. it. <laughs> I hope that gets, uh, I hope that gets caught in the podcast. I hope we hear that little. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What a, what an absolute legend. He hasn't even played a snap yet, and I just love this guy to death. He'll, he might never play one snap for the Vikings, but I just love this guy. Wherever he goes, I'm just going to love him to death. Oh, Unless yeah. he gasses up another he, city. He's a locker room guy. Seriously, he's, that's he's the great. truth. That the, the greatest part would be if he ends up with a different team, will he gas them up like he's gassing us up? And if he does, yeah. then the love is fake. And it was all fake. Yeah. It was all facade. He played it, but it, I'll give him credit though. He's playing his hand perfectly. Whether he, he is like, playing it perfectly, dude. <laughs> that pretty much. I mean, we're doing a pretty quick show today. I just wanted to just dive into the Rudy Gobert situation. I guess I would say, give me, yeah, give me a top four seed. And see, I think this is the funniest thing. Like, if we don't win a championship. <clears throat> If we make it like two or three Western Conference finals, I've watched the best stretch of Wolves basketball in my entire life. So oh, yeah. I am not mad. I just oh, seriously, seriously, <clears throat> as long as we read, man, I'm, I'm excited. I think <sighs> I don't want to say what, like as much as I, I mean, what are your okay, legit so like, thoughts? What are your legit thoughts? Season wise? Like, what do you think seed wise, how far in the playoffs? And I know this is early, early, but. Give me the three seed. Give me 53 wins. We're, we're, we're hitting that 50, 50 wins this year. How far are we making it? Second round for sure. Yeah. Um, That's a lock. I think, I think we're putting a bit on Western Conference Finals, to be honest. I think we make the Western Conference Final. There's a couple <laughs> of matchups that would be. <laughs> I think look, there's a. If, I look, if that happens. Western Conference Finals this year. Look, if that happens, I will be sweating for like, and for yeah. for that entire series, I'll I'll go to bed sweating. I'll wake up in a cold sweat. I'll probably have nightmares about the games we played and be like, oh my god, I just had a dream that we lost, and then just wake up like uh, like that commercial, 
uh, with Kevin Durant. No, no, D Wade back in like 2013. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. When he'd wake up from the cold sweat. That was actually a really funny commercial. Um, but yeah, let's 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 wrap it up here. Uh, Wolves to the moon, Rudy Gobert <clears throat> to the moon. Uh, finals question mark to random. <laughs> we got four minutes left. Uh, four minutes left in the podcast, so we'll rattle this off pretty quickly with random Minnesota athlete of the week. Mine, Chauncey Billups. A lot of I feel feel like the kids don't know that Chauncey Billups actually put on a Timberwolves uniform for two seasons. <laughs> I even forgot that. I do not remember those seasons. I saw, I saw your eyes light up a little bit. Yeah, yeah what do you yeah. average? He averaged, let's see, for the Wolves in his two seasons, he averaged 11 in 01 and 02. So that's pretty solid for, for the early 2000s. Let me see. <laughs> He's got such a long career. I have to scroll up and down. All right, assists. Assists we're cooking at four and a half per game. Free throw, obviously a hot 87% animal. Yeah, no, it's good. I just don't know why we didn't ever give KG a viable point guard. That's just so upsetting. That's... We had Starberry for... Uh... Yeah, until he wanted to feed the family. That was that, no, was, that was Spreewell. Spreewell. That was Spreewell, but... they went. Patrell to... was in the house for the playoffs. Uh, place went nuts, too. Yes, yes, I remember seeing that. Well-deserved, well-deserved. Well-deserved, yeah. Hey, you can leave the Wolves at any point, but like if you put up good stuff, if you put up good performances for them, we'll remember you and we'll always love you. Like we'll always love Kevin Love. We have, yeah, he wanted to leave, but I have no ill will. Okay. I watched so many 2020 games from that guy that (laughs) I can't be mad at him. The gate screen three against the Clippers. Oh my God. Honestly, that's definitely a top three, two. Wolves moment in my life because we were we yeah. were what like 13 14 15 at the time never really seen a successful yeah. Wolves team and that was like the I think that was the 40 and 42 team that year hit yeah. that prime time late game against the Clippers I was up all night and boom, I was too nailed it. you remember I couldn't believe you remember it. Ricky's game that that day he, oh he yeah, like, he was like he, he was like over nine. nine or something like that. Hit a corner three to clutch, <laughs> like to tie the game. I knew it was going down. I knew it was going oh, down. It was huge. Too. All right, we got two minutes left. Give me your random athlete. All right, real quick. Also, a old Minnesota Timberwolf uh, guard, uh, probably only player um, that can hit a floater over Rudy Gobert. I know. Yes, I know. Luke Rittenauer, duh. Yeah, oh, he's totally the goat of floaters. He's he's got the best floater probably all time. Um, yeah, I don't know. He averaged like he was here for he was only here for four, three seasons, but it felt like he was here forever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Average like twelve points a game. That's 11, pretty 10. nice. That's not bad. That's nice uh, for Luke. Three point percentage. It went like forty four. 32 31 so i think he just had a hot year at 44 nice. he just he just got hot but nice yeah no ridden he'd be a sick jersey to have actually i'd take him right now honestly give him bring him on as an assistant coach i want i want his presence there yeah oh yeah he's from idaho too where did he play college let's check we have less than a minute any, any guesses <sighs> honestly no idea i have no clue here, let me look it up before we go real quick. Oregon. Did he? I was going to yeah, say, if he Oregon. went straight to the NBA, that's crazy. Legend. Legend. Yeah. 
I love the pick. All right, well, that'll wrap up for Spunk Lake Sports. Nick, thank you for joining me, sir. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was fun. Last words real quick? No, Wolves are the championship. I mean, it's just that we're bound. And you heard it here first. Spunk Lake Sports. Thanks for sticking around. We'll see what happens with the Wolves.